Hi besties. I am currently waiting for my time to head out here. Um, I'm going to meet an old friend for some sushi and I'm feeling so excited. I just love sushi. And um, I was opening some mail and I received my first loan mortgage statement and it is the biggest statement that I have ever received in my life. I'm not kidding. I don't have debt. I don't have credit card debt. I don't have student loan debt. So all of the statements that I have received are in the hundreds. And, you know, I pay my credit card off in full every month. And I just have never seen a statement so large. And for me, it was a bit of a shock um, because... It just was not something that I'm used to. However, you know, it was a time where I could see it as a heavy burden or I could reframe it. And I instead chose to reframe it and um, take it as an opportunity to really feel proud and grateful that this is this is a quote-unquote problem that I get to have so I feel um, very blessed to have this sort of uh, financial responsibility Um, but I was reflecting on my journey here how I got here and I wanted to share a little bit about a little bit about it Um, before I begin however I did want to share that I am not a licensed professional I am I'm it's illegal for me to give financial advice so I'm talking to you today as your bestie your older sister your friend who wants to see you do better and uh, hopefully there's some some perspective in here some tip for you to um, try out if you so desire So, my relationship with money began when I was very young. I clearly remember in my home, growing up, money was always a topic of discussion. However, it revolved around never being enough or us not having, you know, money for certain things. I know that my parents did the best that they could to give us everything that we needed Um, we didn't always get everything that we wanted Um, actually it was very rare if we got something that we wanted Um, but our basic needs were met and um, that was my reality the experience that I had growing up and um, I remember my mom taking us to work with her and the people that she worked with would give us a little bit of of cash and I remember any we also used to walk around and collect recycling and then take it to the recycle center and we made some money like that and so any money that would come into my possession felt felt like it was at any point going to be you know scarce because that is just the mentality that I grew up in and so I definitely am noticing it now especially in you know the receiving of this this statement I have this scarcity mindset where I it just feels like money is not enough but I am consciously working through that so um 
I'm I feeling very grateful to be able to recognize it. So, um, yeah, I would take my money that I would make um, at, on these little sources of income that you have as a 10, 8-year-old. We I remember going to work with my mom. We were very young. Um, but uh, the first time that I opened up a bank account was in 2005. Um, so I was in fifth grade. And I remember learning about cds so cds are um, some accounts where you can essentially lock up your money for a period of time you can do 12 months 15 months 18 months whatever you feel comfortable with and you lock it up and you gain a little bit more higher interest than you would on a regular savings account um, and this is simply because you know the you're having your money locked up enables the bank to be able to move it a little bit more so they they use your money they take your money that's sitting in the bank and they shift it around make some investments and um, that kind of guarantees them a little bit more time for them to do that so they and they reward you by giving you a a little bit higher interest than a regular uh, savings account so I remember being okay with locking up my money for these periods of time. Though you're not making a lot of money, it still taught me the value of interest and compound interest. So compound interest is um, interest that's piling up, right? So if I have um, $50 in the bank and I'm making interest off of that, um, you know, now I have... I'm, I have $51 in the bank and because my $1 that I made in interest, however, now that money is making interest as well. So now my $51 are making interest. So this is compound interest because it adds up, it compounds to make you more money. And um, I remember my dad always instilled the value of money and he would tell us things like, you know, if you don't know how to manage $5, you don't know how to manage a million dollars. So it doesn't matter if you make $5. It doesn't matter if you make a million dollars. If your relationship with money is not one where you have boundaries, where you are in control, where you have set containers and accountability, it is never going to be enough. I have found that people see certain things in my life and I will have I will I will be approached and I get asked constantly what do you do and it's not about what I do or how much I make because I was making these financial I'm telling you I was making these financial moves even when I was getting $10 when I was getting $20 on my birthdays or whatever gift money I was getting you know so it is not about how much money you make it's about your relationship with money the boundaries that you have how you do one thing is how you do everything and if you lack boundaries in your relationships Um, in your intimate relationships if you lack boundaries in your social relationships if you lack boundaries in your relationships with food chances are you also lack boundaries in your relationship with money so i wanted to 
you know, bring this to your attention. My dad always told me, uh, you were not born into this world to work for your money. You need to make your money work for you. And you can choose to be in control of your money or you can choose to have continue having your money be a source of stress because it's the stress that is created is is most times created by our, ourselves and the decisions that we are making so um i don't know what's going on here pixie is in super attack mode but i wanted to talk about a little i wanted to talk a little bit about um credit card use some Things that I see that are very common that I don't necessarily align with and uh, hopefully this is useful to somebody. So credit card use growing up was was something very, I guess, scary in my household. So my parents for the longest time didn't have credit. They, they didn't have credit to the point because they were afraid of it um, and this just comes from lack of knowledge and ignorance on the matter but they didn't have credit to the point where they couldn't qualify for home mortgage loans and so you know when i share that my parents still don't have a home i mean a lot of it had to do with the lack of financial literacy and them coming from backgrounds where most times they didn't even have food to eat so a lot of the times when you have money you don't know how to act you don't know how to handle it and I find that that's a reality for a lot of people that you know even if you won the lottery if you do not have the containers if you do not have the skills to manage it you can literally go from riches to racks and so credit card usage was seen as something very scary in my home actually when i turned 18 my dad deterred me against it however i was in a a a position to educate myself and learn a little bit about the use of credit the importance of it in our society you know i there are a lot of conversations to be had about credit scores and how they're used to you know keep people down financially however the reality is that this is the society that we live in this is the systems that we live in and if we want to be successful in them we need to learn how to manage them and play the game so credit card use for me looks like i am using my credit card to use to buy things that i already am i'm going to buy anyways that i already have the money for in the bank for example things like groceries and gas and you know any outings that i have been able to budget for myself or afford they i will put them on my credit card however at the end of the month i knew that i have that money so i pay pay off my credit card um, completely at the end of the month because there's no way that I'm going to be paying interest on on items that I'm supposed to have the money for anyways and again the same way that compound interest works in our favor in in investing it also works against us in in something like credit card and its usage
So um, that was one of the tips that I wanted to share. Another one was um, I wanted to let you all know that there is something called credit unions. So credit unions are banks that are not-for-profit most times, not-for-profit. And um, these credit unions, they tailor to the consumer and their niche. So that sometimes there's a credit union like for military personnel. There's credit unions for, um, I don't know, like uh, firefighters or there's credit unions for teachers. So... If you fall into a profession, maybe, but even if you don't, there is opportunity for you to um, sign up for one of these credit unions or look into banking with a credit union because commercial banks, they have a lot of fees and charges that they impose on on the consumers. So actually, one of the things that would really upset me was that I had to pay a teller's fee to get service at the bank when I used to have commercial banks, a certain bank that I no longer use. Um, they would charge you to use a teller if you didn't use the automatic ATM or they would charge you um, a monthly fee to send you a statement and these kinds of fees are absolutely ridiculous to me Um, so there's just no way that I'm going to be paying this money in fees when I'm putting effort and energy into saving my money these these leaks in my financial bucket really had to get cut and it was just not a relationship that I wanted to be in I'm the type of person that, like I said, I'm paying my credit cards on time and in full. And one time that I, I don't know, forgot to make a payment, you know, I got this like wild fee and I was able luckily to call them up, you know, and I said, hey, you know what, check my record. This is just something that's, it slipped this month. And, you know, I I forgot what the situation was, but I was able to, because of the record that I had, fight that fee. But it, I just found it absolutely ridiculous because what if it was for a reason of, you know, I got laid off or for whatever reason, I didn't have the means. It just didn't make sense to me for these banks to be charging people who already don't have the money to begin with so it was just outrageous to me um one of the other things that i also wanted to talk about was that with the rise of social media it can be very easy to fall into looking at others and seeing all of the things that they have, right? The keeping up with the Joneses, the um, lifestyle, certain lifestyles that people are living. And it can be very tempting or to, yeah, tempting to want to act, to be also in that lifestyle and to participate. And however, what I have found is that a lot of the times I can see people living this life of luxury. However, they're living they're living a lifestyle of luxury that their their pockets cannot afford or they they cannot maintain. So for me, it's very important that I first secure the bag and then upgrade the lifestyle accordingly, right? So 
recently that looks like I need to make my mortgage payment and right now that that is looking very tight for me financially personally and that also then means that I don't have the money right now to be spending on Christmas decorations or some some unnecessary furniture pieces that I would like to have but it's just not the right time for and so things like house decor another thing that I see people literally um trying living this lifestyle of luxury is food delivery services like this is such a luxury to if you told somebody oh yeah i get food delivered to my doorstep i don't have to leave this is such a big luxury it's something so new in our society that has been normalized but what a lot of people don't know and i am somebody who has worked for one of these platforms is that there is a fee that these restaurant partners pay to be on these platforms and of course they need to make money so what they'll do is um, they will raise the price on the menu on these platforms versus the prices that they are charging in home in-house so um, and then on top of that you're paying for service fees convenience fees and a delivery fee and you're also tipping i hope so you're paying almost twice the amount what your food would cost you if you just went to support that business directly. So it, it it's these leaks, you know, these leaks in our buckets that really drop by drop will cause financial strain on, on our pockets. Um, living this lifestyle of luxury before even securing the bag, buying things that are unnecessary, um, clothing that you may not need, um, you know, these nail sets that I see people spending money on that can be $70 plus just on design and on top of tip. Recently, I looked into getting my hair done because I wanted to do something different, but it's $300 the last time that I checked. So that is definitely something that <laughs> is going to be held off, but you know the problem the problem is not treating ourselves or buying ourselves these things right it is the problem is the relationship that we have with money are we creating stressful situations are we putting ourselves in stressful situations where money has become a source of stress instead of source of of luxury and buying us things that we can afford and making our life and bringing peace and stability to our life instead of instability and fear and so i just i just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about these things secure the bag first then upgrade your lifestyle accordingly you know your relationship with money is so important really sit down and examine where are your leaks you know where are there things that where you're living in in luxury where maybe you need to not do those things at this time i'm not saying that you're never going to be able to do these things however let's sit down and really look at is this a luxury or is this a necessity because a lot of the things that i have been seeing are definitely luxuries and and 
we don't even take the time to appreciate them or vibe higher energetically like if if getting food delivered to your home is going to elevate your vibration and you're going to use it to manifest more abundance and you're going to feel so rich doing it and you're going to you know yeah i get to get this food delivered and i'm feeling so rich energetically and this is adding to my vibration then you know do it for yourself i am all for it however if you're doing it like people getting lunch delivered every day you know or if you're doing it because you're not taking the time to take care of yourself or pack yourself lunch you know i I talk about that in my past episodes is cooking for yourself is an act of self-love so if you're not doing that if if you're just doing that passively without elevating your vibration then it's time to take a look at these things these leaks um in your um, financial and your financial stability because these drops really add up y'all so secure the bag first upgrade your lifestyle accordingly get really comfortable in your relationship with money really examine do you have boundaries do you hold yourself accountable to stay within your budget do you even have a budget um if you don't it's time to sit down and really really put the foot down and set yourself up for that financial success that that I know you want to have. I, I firmly believe that everybody wants to be financially successful and stable and I don't think that anybody wants to feel stressed about money and um, besties, I love y'all. It's time for me to go but um, I really hope that some of this resonates, that some of this is helpful Um, please reach out if you have any questions again this is not legal advice and um, i'm here just as your your bestie who wants to see you go higher i love y'all